Pickaxe. Welcome to Triforce Podcast, see? Yeah, you like that, don't you, Copper? Huh? Huh? I've been watching some old movies this week. Nice. Nice. Very, very good. Uh, how old? Yeah. Well, oh, the fucking old. 40s, that's where, Buster. Yeah. You're not on the trolley, are you? The golden age. Like, I, I, was, I, I watched some films because I've been streaming in the mornings and a bit into the afternoon. And then Mrs. F is, is around. She's got the week off because um, my oldest has gone back to school. So she's, you know, chilling with her and stuff, getting her used to being on her own again. And uh, I've been going down in the afternoon, and we've been sticking on an old movie. Oddly enough, iPlayer has a lot of older movies on. I didn't, I didn't know this until Mrs. F pointed it out. But if you go look on iPlayer and films, there's there's tons of old movies, absolutely tons, very old. A lot of them very good. Yeah. So I watched um, I watched Angel Face, which is uh, a film. Angel of- Face. Angel see? Face. Yeah, but it's not a gangster <laughs> movie. It's a crisscross double mitre. which is quite funny and then we watched Double Indemnity which is a film noir classic uh, about um, a guy Alison here see literally you got double indemnities yourself this guy guy, uh, he says uh, he, he walks in now, bear in mind, he's trying to sell her insurance, life insurance, because right. you, you can get, I don't know if you still can, I don't believe you can, but you so, could take out life insurance on someone else's life. And they didn't even necessarily need to know about this policy. So she's like this sort of uh, scheming uh, film noir kind of, uh, sort of sort of sort of villainous character, like the, the way a lot of women were. You know, when, when you see them in these movies, they're just lit on the eyes. They're, they're normally in shadow. They're always smoking. Hey, mister. You got a light for a gal? Drop in, doll face, you know. And so he goes in and he says, uh, hang my hat up, will you? And just gives her his hat. And she like scurries off to hang his hat up. And it's just like all throughout the movie, he's basically like, uh, get me a cup of coffee to, to who, whichever woman is in sight. And it just it just makes me laugh. The, like that, that was, yeah, that's that's the way you do it. If there's a woman to hand, get her to make your coffee or hang your hat up or stuff. It just it just cracks me up. So the, the whole film, although it was brilliant, it is so incredibly dated that it, it it sticks out like a sore thumb. I recommend watching it just for for those moments alone are hilarious. Oh man. Is it very World War Two like No, it's pre-war. Um, this is either pre-war or post-war. Like most of the most of them are set pre-war. But I think quite a lot of them were made in the forties and fifties. Some of them are made like during the war and they just don't mention it, because I guess the Americans hadn't gotten involved yet. But uh, there was one Angel Face, which was made. I think it was probably made in the in the um, late thirties. I'll, I'll look, let me look it up. Actually, it, it was it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Nineteen fifty three. This was made. Okay. So, what is Double Indemnity? I guess it's not like Double Jeopardy. No, d- um, Double Indemnity is. No, Double um, Jeopardy is is. It's to is do with movie, insurance, yeah. I think. Let me see if I can find the movie. It's a is film. It Double Jeopardy starring Ashley Judd. <laughs> I'm Let's pretty have a sure look. Double <laughs> Double it Jeopardy. Was. It was. She like double jeopardy. She's accused of like killing her husband, uh, and then she gets off somehow, and then she actually kills her husband in the end. And but yes. she can't be tried for it again. All right, so he, who was her husband? It. Who was her husband in that movie? I, wa- I want to say that it was like uh, Bill Paxton or somebody like that, but it, I don't was, think it was Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Oh my god! Oh man. So yeah, Holy. so d- a double indemnity is to do with um, it's it's an insurance thing, 
Uh, let me see if I can find the details of it, because they mention it, but I couldn't remember. Oh, here you go. Yeah, doubles the payout in rare cases. That's right. Where the death is weird, such as falling off a train. Yes, so they, they, right. they connive to, to do that. There's a lot of... Uh, at the uh, One of the best bits is he shoots this woman. He goes, goodbye, baby. Bang, bang, and shoots her. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. But it, it is a really good film. It is it is really, really good. But yeah, they're, they're so dated, it's incredible. It's just it's just amazing. I recommend it very much. It's a real it's a real look into the Hollywood movie culture of that time and how people were so different, you know, certainly from what we are used to. You know, it's, it's just, it, although, you know, we we had such a similar I guess lives, you know, really in terms of, you know, you went to work and you dressed up smart and you I don't know, you ate out at restaurants, you know, and yeah, drank not, coffee. Not, not and... that much has changed. I mean, people had cars, they had jobs, we had planes, you know, they, they had telephones. But the, but, yeah. the cultural attitude towards people was so different. Very you know, different. Certainly, yeah, with all of the uh, riots going on in America at the moment, you know, it's it's tough. Like, um, it's been very tough. I don't know, it's, it's obviously dominated the news this week mm. that there's this kind of big, kind of final final like snap i guess of something which has been a systemic issue in america that we've kind of joked about and also just been aware of you know in terms of both police brutality but also racism inherent in society i, um, I feel like there was a straw that that you know yeah. the, the camel's back it only takes so much yeah. right? i mean there was the rodney king kind of riots back in 1992 right. in yeah, in America, and that was something which is so many parallels to today, and that's thirty years ago. Yeah, um, you know, so it's this systemic issue that's never been addressed, and it's got it's just still so prevalent to today. I, you know, what I think the um, interesting thing is the the Rodney King riots were very much um, centered around like rioting in L.A., and it was mainly black people rioting in L.A. was like the Rod the Rodney King riots, the L.A. riots, and all that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Whereas this feels much more like a national. We've had enough movement, and I think it's exposed a lot about how angry people are. Um, I mean, if you watch the video of of George Floyd being being murdered, there's no way this was an accident. I mean, no. if you look at the cop doing it, he's he is he he's got his hands in his pockets. I wouldn't be surprised if he's jiggling his dick with one of the hands in his pocket. He seems to be enjoying it very much that he's got his <laughs> knee on this guy's neck. I was fucking disgusted. And then you see the police driving their cars into people yeah I, mean, I know it's I mean, fucking the thing is, disgusting we are we really are seeing like the thing is everything's captured on video now and unfortunately the media does show us the dark side of it all and it, it's, it's very ironic i know it's very ironic though that this sort of the the, the cause of this is sort of a p police brutality but at the same time we are seeing that so much more of it since this 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 is riots are going on, and it's kind of ironic that the answer to the riots about police brutality are more police brutality. It's well, kind yeah, of they, they, uh, mind boggling. But it's um, they, they they've it's been going on for a long time. They can't help themselves because I don't think that they're trained properly in the first place. Yeah, a lot of them mostly, are just not very smart. And it's this ingrained cultural kind of bias against against the black community clearly and yeah i'm sure look I, we, we're not the right people to talk about this and we're not even in the right country well so it does affect the uk to some extent and in london there's some similar issues um and, and certainly in other cities too it's not it's not entirely america-centric but it is 
But this, it, this, this is what's happening now. I mean, that's another thing I see is people constantly saying, well, it's not this, and oh, there's, there's all different sides to all this. I mean, it's, let's just talk about this. I mean, this, this is unbelievable that, that, it's, that it's happened, and it's unbelievable the response to it. And it's, it's genuinely a completely bipartisan issue. You've got Republicans coming out and saying Donald Trump is fucking this up. Because he is. This is this is going to divide America, and they also know there is a fucking election coming up. I wouldn't. I would be amazed. I, I I'd assumed for a very long time that he would win a second election because I just think he had. It's very rare for an incumbent president to, to lose a second election. It's unusual. More often than not, you win once, you're going to win the second time because people are like, wow, he's already in there. Give him a Did shot. You disconnect. No, I didn't disconnect. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you guys still hear me? It was in the middle of a rant and he just disconnected. Yeah, I think... Uh, oh my God, they can't the, hear me. But it's probably the CIA spying on him. He's getting too, uh, <laughs> getting too close to the truth, so they cut he him is, off. He is, that's right. They, they had to cut him off. Bombed oh my God. his internet, yeah. Fuck. That's true, Sips. Holy shit. That's brutal. Well, before we go too deep into the angry side of it, I mean, I think that what we're not necessarily being shown is, is all of the riots that are or not the riots like the protests that are peaceful and are gentle and a lot of cities are doing it right and are not looting and and you know punching reporters and cameramen in the face i mean they're they're the extreme cases that we see of course yeah Um, but again it's without that and it's it's sad but it it's a positive thing you need raises attention and awareness and i think a lot of people are doing it in ways that are correct but it's so tough there's always going to be bad apples in America. God, when you've got a country that's neglected mental health care for people and and allows, I know, guns on every street corner, yeah. you've got this. You've got this. This. I think you've got a dangerous, a much more. I feel like they, I feel like their the problems are, are are so deep that this is just not not even like the close to the root of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's a, it's a I, symptom I, I, of it and. There's there's so many other symptoms as well that sort of get their limelight when when things crop up or whatever. Hello, hello. Um, Pflex, you you got disconnected. Yeah, you uh, you the CIA I, cut you off. I think the CIA bombed you for your. Can, can you hear me though? Yeah, I can yes, hear you now. Can hear you yeah. now. Okay. Welcome back. Sorry, listeners. No, we're having just, some my, technical. My Discord crashed. My issues. Discord crashed. It's all right. We understand. They want to. They want to silence the truth, but they're not going to. Yeah, that's right. right. Here at the they, Triforce they, podcast, you can't keep Flax down. He's going to say. <laughs> he's going to say what he's going to say, and you can't stop him. That's the thing. He's like a. He's like a runaway train in the middle of the night. That's right. My so, rat was cut off, but I must fine. admit that my house over this course of this coronavirus has gotten a little bit like a looted Best Buy and it's just a fucking complete shithole. So on Sunday, I, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spend an hour tidying up. Oh, you um, know what? On that topic, because I've done that quite a few times recently with various things, it sucks doing it. It sucks leading up to doing it, right? Like, you don't want to do it. Psyching yeah, yourself like, oh, up fuck. to doing it. Well I booked an hour. I was like, it, I'm yeah. gonna do it. We do it eleven till twelve on Sunday. Even the even even the depressing notion of booking an hour to clean something or whatever, you know, the whole thing sucks, right? Yeah. But I, did, I was dreading it, and I was like thinking, can I put it off? But then I, I was like, fuck it, I I yeah. want to do this. And but so then after I went you through and you do cleared it. out a bunch of cupboards, chucked a load of shit in the bin. Yeah. I went down to the bin and took a load of bin bags of old crap down that I was just like, I've got all these old board games I never use. I've got the old, I've got an old Vive that I bought like five years ago, used like twice. 
So I, I boxed up a load of crap, tidied up, and I felt like a little bit, not a big weight lifting, but a little bit of a pressure lift off me. Um, I don't know. I liked it. It was a little bit cathartic. Yeah, to, to so you get some, some satisfaction out of it, right? I, I, I yeah. cleared out my my garden shed the other week, which is turns mm. out is like a TARDIS. Like, I can't believe how much fucking stuff was in there. It was unbelievable. Like my whole job. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. If you can, like a, a yeah. shed especially, it's not like a cupboard. You might open a cupboard occasionally. How often do you go down to a shed? No, never. And then you, yeah. you go down there to dump stuff in it. And I mean... You just had to open the door and throw it in there and then close the and door. The, and the catalyst for change for this was I had to go get my son's bike out of the shed because he decided right. he wanted to ride his bike around and a whole bunch of stuff collapsed. You were in there for like me. two hours looking for it. And I got so <laughs> annoyed that I was like, fuck it. This is now taken my top priority. Like I will systematically unfuck this shed if it's the last <laughs> thing I do. And I did. Yeah, nice. And uh, I put all the junk that I w- wanted to get rid of from out of the shed onto my driveway. My driveway was full of shit. It was, there was crap everywhere. And then I called this guy uh, who turned up in a truck, loaded it all Man up. Man with a van. Yeah. And he, and he took it to the dump and it was a big old load. I couldn't have done it myself. I, uh, at first I thought, you know what? I'm going to start loading oh, up the car. And then I thought shed? to myself, nah. This isn't my. What did you? What did you? What did you chuck out? I want a list. Oh Go, god, there was old stuff. Like we had like this old shelving unit that was like modular. You could take it apart and put it back together. Like the poles. And it had like these little plastic things oh, that I know what you mean. Held the shelf in place, and we used to yeah, put like it, one of those cheap, yeah. cheap, cheap um, storage things. Yeah, that yeah. Looks, you looks find like it shit, in like, a, but you think, oh, well, I don't want to chuck it. Cause it's kind yeah, it's of like a shelf for paint or something in a, in a garage. Like there was like one of those. There's a whole bunch of old bags of hay and straw. We used to keep guinea pigs. Hey. Yeah, a long oh, time ago. guinea pigs. But we had a whole bunch of paraphernalia for them after we moved. Um, we haven't had paraphernalia. any it's like That's a word that's only ever used by police when they arrest like, this some is so funny, weed right? smokers. Yeah. I, I've been yeah. watching Live PD, which is... Oh, shit. So I, I got recommended. I don't know why YouTube suggested. I think because I've been God, watching videos about the riots. This is what happens. Mine has just gone onto chess now. I'm watching this right, guy called loads of Hiraku, chess videos. Nakamura or whatever his yes, name is. Yes, his, his streams now. are good. But uh, yeah. So it's now been suggested to me Live PD. Okay. Which is, a, it's an as live show. I don't believe it's, it's completely live. But they basically, it's very popular in America. There's, an, a, there's yeah, a This American Life about podcast this. about it. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> here's my list of Things that I have picked up so far about Live PD. All right, number one. An awful lot of Americans drive around with guns, weed, meth, and paraphernalia (laughs) in their car. I I don't know why they have to have it on them at all times. I don't know why, like, oh, I'm just popping to the shop. Oh, hand me that crack pipe and those those baggies of meth because I've got (laughs) to go get some beer. You know, and then I'm going to drink the beer in the car while I'm driving home. And I'm going to drive like an idiot. That's the other thing. They all drive these busted up cars with fucked up taillights and they drive like idiots. They don't signal. They're veering all over the place. They're just, they'll just park up randomly because they're so fucking high they can't drive anymore. And the police come up and, and say, and they go, hey, uh, can you wind down the window for me, please? And you immediately do not do that. Okay? Because the once you wind down the window, all the weed smell comes out and they go, Strong smell of weed coming off the car. Can you, you hop out for me, please? And now they've got probable cause. Like, it's, the funniest thing is, like, the, the, the arguments that they have, 
with the police are the same. Is there anything in the car I should know about? First of all, they say, you got anything in your pockets, anything sharp that's gonna spike me or, or hurt me? You got any weapons in you? No, sir. Is there anything in the car? There's nothing in the car. And then they'll say, okay, cause I'm gonna look in the car and if I find something, it's gonna go badly for you. Be honest with me, they say, all right, there's some weed in the car. And they'll say, all right, let's, it's just a little bit of weed or just a tiny bit. And then they'll go and look and they'll find like three kilograms of weed. And then the guy says, this car isn't mine. That always happened. <laughs> okay. Whose car is it? Oh, uh, it's, I, uh, yeah, I borrowed it from my uh, brother's uh, girlfriend's uh, mum, who borrowed it from her uncle. Okay, whose weed is this? Oh, the weed isn't mine. I didn't even know it was in there. And then they'll say, okay, we're going to keep searching, get the drug dog. And they'll say, yeah, okay, so that meth that you found and, and those two guns, uh, they're not mine. And then they'll say, and then they'll say, all right, you're under arrest. They'll say, well, what did I do wrong? What, 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 were you arresting me? Like every single time it's the same. There's nothing in the car. Okay, there's some weed in the car. The car isn't mine. The weed isn't mine. All the other stuff you just found isn't mine. What did I do wrong? Like it's it's like a flow chart in their brain. And it's just panic. They just panic. Or the police will knock on the window and the guy turns and there's sweat pouring off him. You seem nervous. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm just fine. There's nothing in the car. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh. It's unbelievable. But it's I very would funny. be, I honestly, if I got stopped by American police, I would be terrified. I would be shitting my People pants, always, yeah. I every time I see like someone with someone standing up to the police, I'm always like shocked. Like some some guys like saying, you know, what am I being stopped for? Or like as soon as they like, I'm like, oh God, I know you're supposed <laughs> to like say these things. So I'm like, Jesus, why would you say that? Just fucking do whatever, do whatever. No, I'd you mustn't. Like, you mustn't. You haven't watched the other videos that get recommended to you. What to do when you get stopped by the police? But they've never been. They've. That, I've seen so many times when it's just gone the opposite way. Yeah, you, like Joey. Like it no, feels no, no. like. No, 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 no. All right, I watched this guy. He's a lawyer. First of all, I, I found it a little shady that this guy was telling you how to get away from being caught by the police. But number one, the police pull you over for something. Busted taillight, or you were driving a bit funky. Don't wind okay. down your window the whole way. I've, I'm and, driving along, I've got three kilos of meth. It's not right, mine. Right. It's not my car. Yeah. Right. It's my auntie's. You've got, you, you failed my to turn signal. You fail to make a turn signal, the police pull you over. I'll be the officer and you be the guy. I'll tell you everything you've done wrong. All right. That's me knocking on your window. Right, this you wind the me. window down for me, sir? <laughs> <coughs> I'm winding the window down. It's right. a bit squeaky. Um, hey, hello. So the reason I pulled you over today is because you failed to make a turn signal back there. Do you have your license and registration and insurance documentation on you, please? Uh, no. I've got it at home in the box. Okay, you are meant to carry it with you, sir. Wrong, but who, whose Lewis, car is this? is this? Is this your car? This, is isn't, this your my, car? this isn't even my car. Is what you're meant to oh, say. Whose car is it? Nothing is yours. Yeah. Sips is your passenger, by the way. So anything he says, the cop is going to hear as well. Can you guys just keep your hands where I can see him, please? Stop reaching around in your pockets. Put put them on the dashboard now. Tell well, me. Well, I was thinking because I, I think I might have a copy of um my driver's license, my wallet, but I haven't got the paper bit. I've only got the card bit. There, the, you don't need the paper bit. I just need the card. If you have your card, go ahead and oh, get I've your wallet. I've got that. I've got that. I can show you so that. You're already, to me. you're already you're already you're already being dragged out of the car and shot, Lewis. They, you're talking <laughs> way too much. <laughs> So I, the first that you've done so much wrong. All right, so he'll say, is there anything in the car I should know about? Anything illegal in the car? Uh, no. So you wouldn't mind me having a look inside the car? Uh, uh, do, you, do you have to? Uh, well, sir, yeah, it would be it would be much easier for you if I did it now. If I have to detain you and I have to take the car away down to the station, anything you bring there, if you've had drugs on you when we take you to jail, that will count as you smuggling drugs into jail. And you would be much oh. better to get it off you here How rather than get it. How does that work? 
rather than get a bigger <laughs> sentence down at the station. So tell me now, is there anything in the car that there shouldn't be there? Uh, no, no, it's all good. Okay, so it's okay to search it. If you just hop out, sir, um, and my uh, my partner here is gonna look, gonna look after you while I have a look around your car. So you get out of the car. Yep. Sips gets out of the car. No, no, I refuse. I'm still sitting in the car. Okay, sir. <laughs> sir, can you get out of the car, please? No. Okay, <laughs> we got a problem here. All right, put cuffs on, Lewis. And now I'm going to call for backup. Uh-oh. And now we can definitely search your car. And we're going to forcibly remove you from the car if you don't get out in the next few seconds. So I need you to get out of the car. Or we're going to drag you out of the car and cuff you. You'll be arrested. Oh, God. This has got exactly how I thought it would go on TV. Yeah. This has got exactly. exactly as badly as I yeah. thought it would go. All for a simple this is traffic why I'm stop. And now I'm searching your car. You might have an old joint stuffed on the what back Sips of the has seat. Brought into my car. You don't Sips know what's probably he's got, got some old fucking hamster. Straw exactly. back there. They're gonna think it's like some fucking yeah. You're dope helping ass weed. me take all my stuff from my my shed to the dump. That's what now the car is. you don't know what is in there. A little a little ball of cocaine might have fallen out from some old shoe. Yeah, right. And now that's in the car. I'm gonna catch. You're gonna catch that. All of this stuff that's gone wrong could be prevented very simply. Number one, keep your. Oh, obviously there are times this will go wrong. Your license and registration have to be on you, and they have to be to hand. When the officer stops you, don't wind your window all the way down. Just wind it down a tiny bit, just enough that you can hear him. You say, what, what's, what can I help you with, officer? And you'll say, can I, do you have your ID and registration, please? And you pass those out the window. As long as you don't have any warrants on you, he'll write you a ticket, he gives you back your ID, and you go. That's the idea. If they say to you, is there anything in the car that shouldn't be there? You should say, no, there is nothing illegal in the car. Well, you don't mind me searching then, do you? I do not want to be searched. I do not want you searching my car. You don't have probable cause. Uh, I don't want you searching my car. Because if they find anything, you're going to fucking jail. You are going to jail. And you've given them this free opportunity to search your car because they haven't got probable cause. When you wind the window down all the way and all this weed smoke comes pouring out, now they've got probable cause. But until you do that, they don't have probable cause. They've stopped you for a traffic violation. They give you the ticket for that. End of story. But people dig themselves into this hole. They're digging and they're digging and they're digging. There's nothing in the car. They're only a little mess, you know. And then all of a sudden, they're going to prison. Uh, well, I mean, in some cases, fair enough, right? Yeah. Like, I guess, like, when you're... when you're, when you, The thing is, like, on one hand, you know, I feel like they shouldn't do this at all. They shouldn't have to do these bullshit tactics to, like, catch people, right, for a start. Um, I feel like the, the policy shouldn't be to be so tricky and aggressive and cheaty and scummy, you know, because it can just lead to them planting stuff, you know, and all sorts of problems. Like, you know, there should be no, it shouldn't be allowed that they can do these tricksy things. What, like, in, say on to the you, other you don't hand, mind me searching your car, do you? Oh, I mean, all of this bullshit doesn't feel, it just doesn't feel like it should be a good, it's not, doesn't feel like it's a good way to live. It, it's, it's purely because the, the rules are there to protect people. And the police have to get past those rules to catch people, generally. Like, it's rare that someone's just going to fucking... The police officer going to say, Hi, the reason I'm stopping you is because of the weed in my car? Like, that's not going to happen very often. And like I said, an awful lot of people, certainly on live PD, drive around with stuff on them they shouldn't have. Loads... You know what the other thing is? An awful lot of Americans have been to jail for relatively minor things. You get banged up pretty quickly in America. Like, it's a very, very, very strict legal system that they've got and you can get locked up for all kinds of stuff yeah and an awful lot of shit is illegal over there like stuff where like you know okay you go to jail and you might go it might only be 30 days or whatever but a lot of people have done time look up the numbers they have the most prisoners in the world yeah or in america they're very quick to lock people up so a lot of people have history or and also a lot of people have warrants uh they could be for minor things like but they've got them and the moment you get pulled over you're opening yourself up to a whole world of legal pain 
And the police know that. And I guess if they pull you over and you get, oh, and there's, it's nothing. Like I got pulled over. I, I think I'd spoke about this before. I went through a stop sign. I was lost. I was unfamiliar with driving in America. I went through a stop sign and the, the, the cop was, I didn't even see him. Whoop! Like that. And there was the lights and I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to get shot in the face or something. This guy pulled me over. Very nice guy. Yeah. And he explained how stop signs work in a very patronizing way, which was very funny. And I, you know, that that's fine. It was a perfectly normal stop. I genuinely didn't have anything illegal in the car because I'm a fucking tourist. I'm not going to be that stupid. But if I'm just some local guy who smokes weed occasionally and maybe, you know, even some meth, which is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? Don't drive like an idiot. It's 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 really simple. But uh, like my dad always says, if you break one law, why don't you break some more? It's it's odd because it's very fishing, right? It's like they they're going out fishing for for criminal activity, and I mean I I get it. Like I understand why why they're doing it, but at the same time, like why why you is like America like this? Why is America like, like this? Because I mean, yeah. like like. Like Sweden or some other country, you know, even the UK, mostly. Like, what, what is it? Is it just a massive population? Is it like the weather? Is it like the psychology? Is it like that that kind of hoorah of your freedom, like culture? You know, like for example, there's a very in this coronavirus thing. There's been this sort of very much blitz spirit, right? Almost, almost like the people in the UK have had this. We went through the blitz to, to almost to fall back on, even though barely anyone, you know, is still alive from that time. You know, anyone is anyone who lived through the blitz is like it's eighty or ninety now, right? right. But, but we have this kind of national sentiment where it feels like, as a as the British, we as the British, we could get through this. We got through the Nazis bombing every city and all this. Well, we crap. love we, to we, struggle. We went, you know, we you know, we love to struggle. But, that, but that's this kind of overriding thing that we could kind of fall back on in our national psyche, right? Yeah. Whereas America have this slightly different culture where it's almost like we 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 did we could do it ourselves. We can build our home, our house. We can carve out we can carve out our own destiny. There's you like know, we can work hard. There's general and things get like that. It overarching um in america that 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 is true sort of thing but like when you if you're looking at like how police forces or police departments work like across the whole country and stuff there's lots of inconsistencies like from state to state and same with like yeah, that's, that's same true. with criminal justice same with governance like everything like er everywhere is different a lot of problems that america had like in in say like the 70s and the 80s you know when serial killers were getting um kind of kind of going out of control and they were harder to like track down and stuff is because a lot of the police departments wouldn't even talk to each other they they had no sort of like uh, idea what was going on it, it just like a county over from them sort of thing like they didn't share information the training programs are all different. Like you can become a cop in California after like forty-eight weeks of training, or you. Oh, could, it's way less than you that. You could become a cop in in Virginia in sixteen weeks of training. You know what I mean? And it's like it's crazy. You don't get that as much in the UK because the entire system is the same across the UK. It doesn't matter which force you work for; it all lines into the same thing, right? But I don't think America has anything like that. So there's. There's all sorts of um, 
imbalances all across their their system you know some places will be better than yeah, others i mean you're right it's a completely it, someone in one state is completely different i mean it's like it's like a hundred countries in one america but so i think it's know. i also think it's really natural uh like it's almost like a natural human thing for uh, for police to profile in the way that they do i'm not saying it's right and i don't I'm, i would never defend them either but uh police forces in in areas where where profiling is done a lot more than say some sleepy uh, town that has like 2,000 people in it and they're all sort of like, you know, polo shirt, khaki wearing white people. You know what I mean? That Like the, the police force there is going to be far different to like a police force in like a, a big city where they're, they ha- they're profiling like crazy all the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of guns in America so that there's always going to be some element of people being scared that somebody's got a concealed weapon or whatever. And like, it it just feels like so, so many things all lead into these bigger problems. And, and the the whole, it feels like the whole thing is just such a fucking mess. And like, so in Connecticut, right, listen to this. I mean, you have to be 21, have a high school diploma. In other words, you need to have graduated from school, like basic school, nothing more than that. uh A driver's license, no criminal record, and uh, you have to do 818 hours of basic training. That's 30 days. Yeah, it's not. So it's after a nothing. month, and a 21-year-old <laughs> could be anybody as long as he hasn't got a criminal record. He's a fucking cop now. I feel like a, <laughs> 30 days. I feel like, and they're armed. I feel like it's crazy too. You see, like the footage that Flax is talking about about you know cars ramming people, horses trampling people. Like it, it, it is disgusting, and it just and it. It just shows how ill-equipped some of these people are, like to be doing their jobs, right? Like, it, say, say you you run a police force and you're hiring people or whatever, and you found out that you know one of your guys is acting like that, you'd want to get rid of them straight away, right? Like, there's just no way that that person is in any sort of control if they're doing that. It it's just. Uh, but, all right, so let's crazy. say that you've got some guys who've been cops for ten years, uh-huh. and they're they're racists. I'm not saying I'm absolutely not saying that they are all like that, but it doesn't matter. Because enough of them are that if you have 30 days training and you're 21 or 22 and the guy who's been there 10 years, big guy, a lot of respect around the police force, very tough, very confident. If he tells you this is the way it is, you're going to believe him because he knows what he's doing. If you go to any job, you don't think this was against the training. You think I'll do what everybody else is doing because that's how jobs work. You tend to fall into line along what your colleagues are doing. And there's a very, very much a sort of blue wall where they, you know, they don't dob on each other. They they look out for each other. They see it as like a team yeah. that they are on. And it's far more than just an office. If you noticed at work that some guy you didn't know particularly well was fucking stealing stuff, you might tell someone. You know, Tony is stealing constantly from the office. He stole a computer the other well, week. I, you tell someone, but in the police force, you don't. No, And, and that I, means that these bad apples can corrupt an awful lot. And there's more than bad apples. These are fucking arseholes. Yeah, uh, and they're absolutely. corrupting a lot of these guys around. Apparently in America as well, the uh, the unions that uh, that like protect uh, police officers or work for police officers are, are really powerful. Like huge, really powerful. Um, and will oftentimes get um, officers off for misconduct or whatever, uh, right. without any jail time, without any, you know, any, any like, uh, any sort of like knock on effects to like the rest of their lives sort of thing, you know, like they could get, they could get caught up on some, some sort of misconduct or whatever, and then just get discharged from the force. Yeah. And, quite and, often and you, you see think, the, okay, these guys get away fine, with it. Right? This guy is out. 
um, but only to then move a state over and get a, a job as a police officer there because yeah. it, because they can. And it's like, there, there's just so fuck. There's so many problems. Like it, it just, it's, it's like a, You're right. it's like an unsolvable thing. It, it, it's just, they're so deep and there's, there, there's so many and it's just the whole, the whole thing is just completely out of whack. Like it's just, you know what uh, else you were saying about, about Lewis was asking, why do they do all this tricksy stuff? And why are they so determined to catch all this stuff? A lot of the States in America, if the police sees stuff, they get to keep that stuff, whether it's money, whether it's, it's equipment or anything they, they pinch. If they think that you've got it illegally, they will take it and they get to keep it. Yeah. So if they stop you, they, if you watch, there was a really good daily show about this a few years back. The, the, oh my the, God, you're right. When, and they had like uh, these little sort of cult, um, countryside police forces who like did a big drug bust or seized a load of stuff and they bought like themselves all these SUVs and like yeah. machine guns. Yeah. yeah. And almost like a tank and stuff. Right. Like I mean, if you look at the police, yes, these are riot police, but they've brought out the national guard, American police. If When I was a kid, the, the police in New York wore a blue shirt, dark blue trousers. They had their belt with the truncheon and the gun and odds and ends. Uh, but they had a regular old hat. Well, yeah, right. Just the old police. They looked more like cops. I think in the. I feel like the police now look like fucking paramilitaries. They, well, they are. They started militarizing their police in the nineties under Clinton. I think was the was was like the big sort of instigator for that. Uh, after being like lobbied to to death by like you know people who who wanted to to see this thing to see but this he, kind he of extended stuff. the three strikes thing like he fucked up well yeah the three strikes thing put an awful lot of people because your third strike could be something very minor and you're going to prison for fucking forever well i but i and get they, they don't even have to be violent that's crimes. A, a vital, most of the people in prison are not there for violent no crimes. no but that's again it's a vital component to the privatization of all their prisons and stuff to you. I, I don't think you should have a police system based on a shitty sport anyway that only America plays. I mean, it's like, like there's so many, you're right, Sips, there's so many, like, it, it is so overwhelmingly depressing to think that, oh, uh, corporate lobbying and the corporate powers of the companies who run America and mess. Donald Trump and religion and yeah. all this crap and brainwashing and poor education and poor gun control and Poor, poor people and poor people who've never been properly emancipated. Uh, you know, like it's just so fucking so many ingrained public massive problems that don't How seem do you to be. It? Well, I, I mean, think obviously you have we're to take, not going to fix it, but I'm just I don't even know what. I the think solution you have to is. take bold and brave steps, though. Like Obamacare was this idea originally to you know give free healthcare to everyone and actually start solving some of. The, the mental health problems, yeah. you know, like maybe maybe fix like fix like the gun issues, like get some proper bans on like you know automatic guns nationwide. Like I think they have to get these these big swathes of legislation through one at a time over a course of ten or twenty years. But the you know, problem is, is just, that they they spend a lot of time getting this legislation in. Um, you know, like like Obamacare took. Uh, you know, two terms. It's like his whole presidency, almost. Yeah, to get in, and it's and it's just been it's just been stripped away. Yeah, by the next Trump. guy just goes, eh, we got rid of it. He went in with like this hate boner for Obamacare, like talk but, about but the, it all the, the thing time. The thing you guys are forgetting is that Trump got elected. Like, it's all very well saying that we need to do this and they need to do that, but an awful lot of Americans apparently think this is fine. Like, that's the thing you've got to consider. Is that it's all very well saying this needs to change, but a lot of people are electing people that definitely don't want things to change. I mean, the thing is, like, I always think that that change 
um, only happens when the, the next generation die off. Um, you know, and so we've got to, we've got to let the the young people through. You know, it doesn't help that the president's eighty years old. You know, and you know is an incredible racist asshole. But they're all old. Um, Joe Biden's fucking old. Yeah, he's pretty. Whoever comes after him too. is going to be fucking old. For some reason, people is, is only that... trust old people to run things. Why? Yeah, that, that... you wouldn't trust an eighty year old to fucking if you were if you were on a ship. This is your ship. <laughs> All right, we're going to be sailing dangerous well, waters. If you're on an aeroplane, who are we going to put better? in charge? Let's find the oldest. Who do you want as your pilot for an aeroplane? Old do you want an eighty-year-old pilot? Yeah. Like, well, who do you want doing surgery on you? An eighty-year-old man? Some guy with shaky hands comes out. What is it? Heart bypass today? <laughs> no, no, no. He's just having his appendix out. Appendix? Hell, yeah, don't do appendix operations. Heart. We're going to take his heart out and replace it with uh, peanut. No, sir, please. We, we've done. I am the surgeon, goddammit. And if I'm going to put the peanut in this man's heart, wherever it goes, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, sir, you're in charge. Why don't they get some some young people in to run uh, shit? Well, like, maybe they are doing it all behind the scenes, but they're all corrupt. I think because right, of the I money think it's because it's um, hamstringed. I think it, it's an establishment, just like anything else. Uh, when they do get the young people in, they'll be direct descendants of the nasty old people who will, you know, uphold their old shitty values because they've made so much money from it and they have to protect their dynasty and stuff like that it's all that uh, yeah, you know who's going to be you know who's going to be the the next trump president is going to be his door well probably what's her fucking name well probably the vapid one the one that he wants to fuck i can't remember her name what a world uh, what a world we live in isn't it amazing the thing but i guarantee you i guarantee you a few years time when she, when she's still hot and young, they'll say, "Isn't this wonderful? A young female president is finally running. This is fantastic." And all the people who've been calling for a female president for years will be horrified because it's like, "Yeah, but not that one." Yeah, but, <laughs> but she will be president if she ran. I guarantee you, she could win a huge number of votes. I feel like she's gonna I run against like, yeah. some old fucker, and I, they're gonna look there, and she's gonna be all glamorous, and she's gonna be she can she's very she speaks very well. She, I mean, Donald Trump doesn't come out with all these big ideas. He just he's just very good at appearing impenetrable and 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 beating the other person in a debate. If she just stands there and looks beautiful and says a few of the right things, she'll win. Hands down. Because if it's her or Biden who's up there, and I think I should be the, the president of the <laughs> or her, who's like beautiful and I believe that America must come together and I should be the president to do it. And I love everybody and you're all awesome. And uh, look at me, I, I have a really good smile and all the rest of it. Hands down, instantly in, yeah. instantly. It's. I I know I know bits and pieces about it, like from you know the news or or things that I've read, and I'm I'm kind of interested in it as well. But I I don't know enough about it to be an expert on it. Clearly, um, I, I I certainly have like opinions on the whole thing or whatever. Well, that's this whole podcast. But honestly, the we, whole thing is come here for experts. so this crushingly is depressing. Like I I feel like I never come away from a conversation like this feeling hopeful or good or or anything. It's just such a well, no. But you but you should do though. Like honestly, because you've got to understand that. If we have these opinions, the majority of people probably have them as well. Like we're not alone in this feeling, and I think that I think that most people are good people, and they understand that that these issues are, you know, money in politics is is corrupting, and 
And you know, pe- we do need to. Well, we yeah, do, you've got to drain the swamp. Remember, have it, you've seen how effective that's well, been? Well, that's look. I mean, that was that, this was the old. We all knew this was going to happen with Donald. I don't know what people expected from Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I hope a lot of the people who voted for him have this what's called Trump grit. No, they don't though. This is the thing because because again, I, and I think the way that things work in America is that. A lot of the people um, are sort of like in the place they need to be, you know, like in in they they're you know middle upper middle class or living in the suburbs or whatever. A lot of these things don't register with them. They're not things that they think about. They're not you know like these like riots and stuff aren't happening where they live. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people who will just be very sort of like ah I'm fine and and never think uh, never spare another thought to it sort of thing you know what i mean like and i think but yeah. most of the people that voted for him i think a lot of the people that vote for him are are white and not wealthy and they are furious because they're like but, we're not meant to be the poor ones uh the black people are meant to be the poor ones that that's a big factor i think yeah uh, i think, I you'd think be like, surprised the people at out, the kind of people that people out protesting on the streets care i think you see people even like then they're you know they're the, the people who are affected they care most people are on their side and also care. Even although there is a lot of what I found. So I heard the first term I've heard about this was this week. Uh, is it called virtue signaling? Oh yeah, it's yeah. Where, You've never heard of that before. No, I hadn't heard that term. Um, but it, it kind of defines something which I was very aware of, which is that it's it's where people kind of falsely join a, a hollowly join a sort of political movement in order to look yeah, it's uh, good and so there's there's a huge amount of it out there at the moment whereas i'm sure some of it is genuine but it feels like every single company is sending me an email saying you know we stand in solidarity with with black lives matter or yeah, whatever fuck the, fuck the companies like they, they, they always do that and it's it's hollow and meaningless and it makes me throw up a bit in my mouth when i see it but also i can see that you know some people like you know jack dorsey in charge of twitter is making you know, starting to put on Trump's tweets a little exclamation mark when they're bullshit. Right. You know, um, and and people at Facebook are people at Facebook. Are a lot, a lot of people are saying that censorship. Well, I, I'm afraid that you know that there is also fact checking. You know, I feel like right. I feel like I feel like I feel like censorship and fact checking are not the same thing. You know. So I I think that it's a good thing that Twitter has done this. And I would hope, I, I would does. sincerely hope, no, a lot of people don't. This is the thing. You're, you're thinking a lot of people think that, but you're talking about people that you know and maybe talk to about this. And and you think, oh, most people probably agree with me, but you're wrong. A lot of people are dead against this, are very, very firmly against it. They think it's censorship. They think it's wrong. How dare they censor the president of the United States? That's the opinion of a lot of people. On Twitter. Well, no, no, but not just Twitter, because Twitter, (laughs) Twitter is news. He's made it news. Think how often you read the president's tweet today. That's the fucking headline now. Yeah. So it is more than just just Twitter. It's huge because of him. And the fact that his voice is so big and can change everything from political opinion to foreign policy to how other countries think about America, stock prices, all of it. Based on his fucking tweets, it does I feel matter. Like, I feel like if he's tweeting lies, if people are tweeting like the sky is red, um, get over it, guys. And you, you, that is just just wrong, right? That is just a blatantly, factually wrong. And everyone... Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Apart from all the people going yep, outside. You're right, you're right. It's blue with bits exactly. of white. People, I, I don't think people are entitled to give 
opinions on facts that are wrong facts um do you know what i mean like so like you so, can't... so here, here's the here's the one question because this is a, I, I actually had this this discussion with some mates of mine do you think it's it's it seems targeted uh toward it's a, like an anti-conservative thing because they've specifically targeted donald trump so it feels like it's a leftist plot which is how it's being spun mm -hmm. to silence conservative voices now i made the point that he's more than just a conservative voice He's the most powerful man in the world. And if he is openly lying on your platform, bear in mind, this is not freedom of speech. This is a fucking private company and they, he's using their platform. So it's not censorship. They are within their rights to remove messages that are against their terms of service or to fact check stuff because it's their fucking business. Yeah. So if well, he wants he's to welcome to say whatever he wants. It's the First Amendment, right? I, he can say whatever he wants. No, but... you can't say whatever you want. Well, you, you can't. You, you, you can say whatever you want, but you can't. Um, well, you have a you have a responsibility to not. Well, you can you can though. The First Amendment is very important. No, that, you're that, allowed to. You're allowed to criticize the government without censorship. I'm just saying right? there is. They have got these strange rules that make sense in some cases. You know, like um, it does protect like certain things. Like there's this Lenny Bruce obscenity trial that happened. Yeah, yeah, which is quite famous. That was very famous. He, this comedian was. Um, you know, he had said, a very rude act, which today wouldn't he be said rude at all. Sucker, which was verboten back then. Um, and he was sort of, you know, went through these series of trials and eventually killed himself. Um, well, I think he died of a drug overdose. Yeah, he had other yeah. problems, but it was certainly compounded by this idea that his act was obscene. Um, whereas, of course, it's very much something which the First Amendment was supposed to protect. Anyway, this is beyond our Man, knowledge base. I, yeah, but it's an I interesting I just want to say as well, that's not a term you hear very often anymore. Eh? Somebody calling somebody a cocksucker, like it used to be very <laughs> common. <laughs> you like, don't you, hear you, it you used to hear it all the time. Like, I don't, I, but it, I, I, it just, just hearing it reminded me that it's just like this, this, forgotten forgotten insult from the past like like I mean, so I many that have because died it's, it's essentially homophobic it, well like, yeah i, 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 I would guess, assume yeah. that's why well it yeah. was the it was the george carlin's um seven words you can't say on television remember which were shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker tits <laughs> tits <laughs> you can yeah, you can you say could, tits now i think you though. couldn't say tits tits is like I, say, I, I i feel like especially in britain uh tits you can get away with you can say you know like i'm off my tits or yeah it depends on how you say it but i think i think you can just about get away with it um do you reckon sucker never though i don't do you think you get away with saying cocksucker if the new if the newsreader <laughs> accidentally said uh tits like just the broadcast well and they again said, tits I, I, they're on everybody's mind no i mean we're gonna do a special undercover look at tits yeah i on mean tonight's episode obviously i i'm 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 saying like you know if peter k said it or something you know you on the one show you're yeah, on the one show yeah. and you drop a tits yeah he'd probably just about get away with it there might be right. like a bit of backlash i don't know tits has become tips tits <laughs> is the lightest one of all time now and also, if you're in Australia, you can call people a cunt anyway. It doesn't Not matter. Not on the news. No. <laughs> no. Look at I this cunt. The... we got an interview with this cunt. Let's roll the tape. Roll the bloody tape. All right, you cunt. <laughs> exactly. It's just like a friend. It's like saying mate. You know, it's good. It's a good word. Uh, geez. Anyway, let's get off this topic. It's been a bit of a stressful one. It's a little bit. It is so um, relevant to what's happening right now I, you know? I i think there is some light in the darkness i think a lot of people are very loving and positive and there's been fantastic stories of support 
and care and people yeah, looking after it's people. Amazing. I mean, coronavirus has 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 brought as hopefully this 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 will create lasting change. Hopefully, this will make people. I, know, I hope I, we I th- can look back at it as a watershed. I, moment. I think I think we're going to see change in terms of how business is done. I think we're going to see ter- change in how terms in how 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 people are treated. And I think inequality is going to have to be addressed. And I think there's there's hopefully there will be change will come out of it. And hopefully the political elite will realise that that it's their responsibility to be I don't know good people <laughs> and you know well do the right spoken, thing. Not, be, not be the evil guy, not be the evil dictator. Nah. Be a, be someone who is. Who I hope that works. Treats people the way that they deserve to be treated, which is with love and support and care. And not knocking their windows, sniffing weed, and then tearing their seats open to find the meth that they had stashed there. You know, that's not a loving let's, gesture at all. Let's sort it out. Anyway, thank you for listening, to everyone, and uh, be good to each other. I know you guys are. Uh, we're t- preaching the converted here. It's just weird to get it off our chests, I guess. Go and go and tidy your room. Yeah, go and have a little go and, go and tidy your, up your room and T- clear your shed and out. Think, think about what you've done. Check that, check that thing think away. Think about what you've done. We're not mad. Yeah. We're we're disappointed. Disappointed. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. I think Flax might have been bombed by the CIA again. Maybe. P- possibly his internet is is busted. He's been very very quiet. I think his Discord is crashing. It's rare that I actually something. get to talk for more than five minutes at a time. Do you yeah, like that? I, I I it's kind of like we're like a basketball uh, doubles. You know, like I let you, I let you get the slam dunk, even though I could have gone in there and easily done it myself you know like i could have probably done like a 360 in the air and slam dunk yeah you set you set me up for the layup and it was just all yeah all good yeah all all, all three points all the way baby yeah right. if you're uh if, if you're interested in all of this uh this stuff like uh the the basket the black lives matter movement and uh everything that's going on in the news and stuff uh, obviously, go read up about it on uh, on places where uh, that have uh, good information and not uh, opinion pieces like we've just given you. There's there's plenty of information out there. Uh, it's all very interesting as well to read, and uh, there's there's definitely causes that you can support uh, as well if you want to. Uh, don't take it from th- three basement dwelling nerds who <laughs> read about it from time to time privileged yes. elderly white yeah. guys yeah. Uh, I, that goes without saying in a lot of cases but um but yeah it's always important to to sort of read more than we do about stuff uh, and and inform but yourself but not too much cuz reading t- reading the news can damage your mental health and a lot of it is negative and a lot of it is is what they want money news they, they want money all of the corporate all the news media is all owned by rich people who want money and they want to suck you in and addict you to their bad stuff and scare you so remember that yeah. as well when you read the news yeah. you've got to take it with a pinch of salt and stay off Stay off angry, angry Reddit pages and angry Twitter. Um, Man, okay, quickly find a listen, listen, listen. Two minutes, Go okay, on. two minutes, so we can leave on a light note, okay? And I and I mean it when I say a lighter note. Okay, you guys were talking about YouTube and the stuff that's in your in your YouTube recommended or whatever. Oh yeah, I went down a rabbit hole recently. I don't ask me how or why, but I started watching these fucking creepy ass unexplained top five unexplained photo um, videos. Have you ever seen these things? No, they sent awful. Okay, so there's they like, sent- like to give you an example, okay? Uh, a couple of guys in the 80s go to the Grand Canyon and they're 
out there by themselves. There's like six of them or whatever. Uh, it was like for a bachelor party or something. They're just having a fun time, you know, having a couple of beers and just like like uh, admiring the Grand Canyon and taking a couple of pictures and stuff, you know, just normal stuff that guys do, all right? So uh, they take a picture of one of their friends, like, you know, doing like the standing at the edge of the Grand Canyon sort of thing. And he's smiling and everybody's having a good time and they're all like slapping each other on the ass and saying good hustle and stuff. And then they... And then they leave, right? And they're like, "All right, well, let's go." Right. Uh, so they get their pictures developed, uh, and 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 they you know all get together to look at these pictures of like the fun time they had and stuff. And they look at the picture of the guy who was like standing right near the edge of the canyon, and they notice that there's just some fucking dude that they've never seen before standing in a bush like right behind him, and he looks creepy as fuck. Like he looks like like satan or something it's got a hood on so it's sometimes it's just a picture that's pale been taken face. at an odd time or angle yeah, of course yeah yeah but yeah but they they did like an enhanced you know like they've gone through it and looked at it and they said it's definitely a person the photo has not been altered or anything and it's just like what the fuck like that wouldn't that make you feel so fucking uneasy like just to think like what the hell like who is that guy he wasn't with us like who is he? Why is he even there? Like, and there's all these theories about like, uh, he was, you know, he was probably trying to kill himself by jumping off the Grand Canyon. Then he heard like these six guys come by with the party and thought uh, better of it and hid in the bush or like, there's all these different theories and you just think, ah, oh, fuck, that's so weird. And that's that. I think that's a tame one. Like there's, there's some really fucking <laughs> creepy ones. Like, you know, pictures of like, you know, a family staying in a hunting cabin over the weekend and like a kid takes a picture of like his dad sitting in a recliner or whatever and, you know, they're going about their business and then they get home and they look at the picture and there's like some fucking dude just standing in the window like behind and nobody even noticed. He's just like out in the fucking backyard. It's like, what the fuck? Like, uh, that, it just creeps me. Ugh, my skin is like crawling even just thinking about it. Ugh, it's just uh, it's so fucking creepy. I don't know how like... You feel good about that. You know, like you just think that like, wow, I don't know. I would just be stressed constantly if if I got home and looked at my holiday snaps and I found that. I feel like there were Oh like, my god, and there was like a creepy guy in every single Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was like some supernatural force or just like conspiring. A, maybe like against not even a creepy guy. Maybe just like a really wholesome old granddad like holding an ice cream. Yeah. Like Oh man, know. it's it's But it'd be really weird. Like a, a smiling granddad just smiling really happy yeah. in every picture. Yeah. So like so Somehow. so basically, if you how did he get into every single if one? If you were shit scared of unsolved mysteries as a kid, like I was, and you're looking to somehow relive some of that pent shittingly scared scaredness or whatever, then go look up some of these videos on men. They're they're so fucking creepy. But again, <laughs> it's somehow Moorish as well. Like you just like can't stop watching them. Like. <laughs> I need to stop watching them. Honestly, I'm just going to creep myself right the fuck out. You but. can't. You can't stop though, because that's how YouTube works. YouTube will keep recommending yes. them until there's no until more. Until there's no more. But yeah. they never stop. No. They're never going to stop no, those course. creepy ones. Yeah. So yeah. So there you go. Um, sorry for creeping you out right at the end of the uh, podcast. But thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week for some more uh, podcasting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That sounds. We great. lost Flax. He's gone. I think he's just lost the internet. So uh, he's just. I'm gone. sure he says bye too. We'll see you next week. All right. All right. Thanks everybody. Love you lots. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hello. Hello.